What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Identical Drop Podcast. We have a lot of turkey talk going on in this episode. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, Steel. Uh, man, we use their stuff. 365. But right now, man, it's it's middle of May, and the woods are just full and green. And if you have a property like the Kansas 80, it's basically a jungle. So having the right equipment to be able to manage that jungle is very important. And gosh, right now, we're already thinking about um, like how we're going to be managing food plots, lanes, and things like that. And so we've got, we, we are going to put the steel pole saws to use like crazy the next few months finalizing trees and just making sure our shooting lanes are good because we kind of like to have that stuff trimmed up before season starts and you get in the tree and realize that you have zero lanes so yeah now that everything's pretty much grown out we we're definitely gonna be mowing some stuff but also using those pole saws to kind of reach the stuff that we can't reach we've so. used both battery and manual but i like and they're Dude, their manual really yeah eats. yeah it does like on hedge trees and insane and for in the season cutting like if you can only get one, I'd say get the manual because it's yeah. quiet. Yeah, you're like, you can just you can take. We've taken we've, it to yeah. our set before. I mean, we've taken it in October, like yeah. and just left at the base of the tree. So yeah, but we're gonna be doing a lot of that. So if you're if you're in the in the market, definitely check out some of the the steel lines. They've got a bunch of dealers and then online as well. So check it out. But uh, let's get into some turkey talk. Well, this season has kind of been a butt kicker. There's been a lot of great things, and uh, there's been a couple tougher things as well. I mean, we've we've had like we've hunted like different places. We like we had a certain way we go about turkey seasons every year. Yeah, and this year it just we put that like to the wayside. Yeah. And we just didn't do it like we always do it. Yeah. You know, like, we didn't hit archery that hard. Yeah. For whatever reason. I can't even remember. Like, Kansas is tricky. Like, we always, like, want to start in Kansas a little bit. But we have decided just with the turkey population. Like, Well, here's what it is. We burn now. We're still burnt. Like, the last, the first two weeks of April, like, we we. We, like still management mode. Many, yeah, many days I was burning instead of turkey yeah. hunting. The, but Kansas, the population is so low yeah, that we, we just have a hard time harvesting birds. We wanted to wait for sure on the Kansas piece. Um, just like the further into the spring, obviously, you get the more hens, toms can breed. And, and when the population is struggling like it does down in Kansas um, in our area, we we hold off. We didn't, we'll get into that hunt as well. Yeah, if you're not in, if you're not in the the wild turkey talk right now like there's been there's a bunch of research going on on turkey numbers and how because hens are hens are in full nest mode hens um, are in full must, nest mode right now and yeah. like kind of, like some states are pushing back seasons so that there's more time for the hens and toms to do their thing without hunting pressure um and things like that and man shooting birds in the middle of may like we just did is just ideal because they've man they've 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 bred the hens and, and man it, it was an insane hunt yeah, I mean, we insane were insane hunting. Yeah, insane. Like some of our best we've had in a while. Yeah, up here. So um, we'll get into that. But yeah, I mean, this season we hunted. We hunted Iowa. We hunted Nebraska. 
We hunted Oklahoma. We hunted Wisconsin. Kansas. And Kansas. So five states. I mean, got around. I still have a Kansas tag. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come of that tag. Um, I think, yeah, we always debate, like, how many birds should we take? But I think it's just about when do we take the birds. Now yeah. I feel I feel great with you taking another tom down there. Yeah. Now that it's that you're not going to get down there till like, the 18th. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the likelihood of Thomas making it through to the next season is, is it's possible, but it's just slim. Yep. They've done what they need to do this spring, so. Yep. Yeah, and, I mean, hunter harvest is the number one predation on toms mm-hmm. so it's like that, that that's why like waiting and waiting further into the season is is definitely a, a wise thing to do for sure in in struggling areas for sure yeah, yeah. there are definitely certain parts of the country where um that that, that doesn't need to happen but mm-hmm. it, it's it's your responsibility yeah um to to know how the turkey population is doing in your area and how to yeah because game parks they, they really like every state's different um but they don't know what your neck of the woods really looks like mm-hmm. um sometimes so yeah man it really takes um the wild turkey really needs a uh very conscience <laughs> conscientious hunter yeah that's pretty good yeah like like I was telling you, you need on guys our that don't want to stack birds. Yeah, I, I was telling you on our walkout. Like, thank God there are just less turkey hunters. Mm-hmm. Like there are like deer. Like there's just not the trophy aspect with turkey hunting. Yep. Um, uh, when you get on social media, I'd say half the people like care about turkey hunting, half just like might not even go in the season. You yeah. know, and everybody's deer hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just so happy. Like deer can just live wherever. Turkeys, that's just not as much the case. They need. Mm-hmm. They need good brood habitat. They need like, good nesting ground. We, I mean, back in the day, we had a stack them up mentality. Oh, man. We just wanted to stack birds. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, we're, like, I could have killed a bird today if I got an attack. I mean, they're, they're still yeah. gobblers hammering. Like, if you and I give another hour on that piece, we're probably going to get, I mean, we could definitely kill another one. Yeah. But I'm just like, part of me, I'm just like, nah, like. I just, I, I got one yesterday. And I'm like, I, I only want to take what like I really, really want from the landscape, you know? And like, that's what we really need from turkey hunters. We need, instead of just like meeting your, your limit or your quota, you need to actually think about if that's smart and just like go into that, which some states like have it set up to where even if you set, if, if you follow what they have for their limits and things like that then you're you're great this, but some states don't i i mean i've always like i i've obviously grown up in nebraska a very good turkey hunting state and just this year just today it was the first time i've ever tagged out in nebraska yep you know it's like i had opportunities to kill more birds and i just feel like yeah everybody sees that that limit and they just shoot for it yep. um yeah but anyway, let's get into some hunts. Yeah. We should cover what we got. How many birds do we have in the back of the truck right now? We did uh, Nebraska. This We were kind of talking like this is how we thought it was going to go. Yep. Like, uh, but, yeah, to answer your question, we've got three birds. We have had a little bit of uh, permission shakeup where, we, where we've been hunting. We, The property that we grew up hunting, 
that literally Thompson and I, I mean, it, it was what got us into hunting. It was what allowed us to be able to hunt. It was our only permission that our dad had. Um, basically, we, I mean, they, they've basically leased out the ground. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say the door's closed. No, we could possibly like still get on there for a getting, couple things. It's getting much more difficult. Yep. So, a handful of years ago, the the buck hunting door got shut. Does have still been open, and then this year was the first year that they're like turkeys. Like, nope, like they're they've got they've got people that want to pay for it, which definitely sucks. Um, just like having it be like the OG, you know, like all the memories there, and it's it's interesting. But thank God, I wrote a ton of permissions, and I got pretty much all of them that I had last year. Again, this year. So, we have plenty of space to spread out. And, um, so, Thomas and I, man, with this spring, like we mentioned, we've hunted five states. Normally, we hit Nebraska so hard. Normally, we hunt right away. And usually, yeah, like mid-April. Yeah. Late April. We're hitting it during that really good time. Yep. And, um, oftentimes, we're up here during archery season. But this was our first time up to our northeast Nebraska stuff. And, yeah, like Tom says, May 15th, May 16th, we're... I was like, okay, there's a couple things that, the, that there's a couple ways this could go. One, we know pretty much all these birds have been hunted. Like it, it's, there's a lot of turkey hunters up, up here for sure. Um, so they could be a little call shy. There could be a little lower bird numbers. I mean, obviously birds have been shot, but like, let's just go see what it's like. And man, we found a lot of birds. We found talkative birds. We found birds that wanted to come into the call several times. Birds that were not wanting to come into the call. But, uh, so we started the trip on a permission piece actually where we killed three birds off. We killed three last year. Yeah. Yeah. All during the new hunter trip. Yeah. Matt killed one and then Josh and Umberto both killed one. Um, and so it's a big chunk. It's a huge, I mean, is it 400 acres at least? Like it it feels like, like like, you can just keep going over hills. It feels like thousands. Like you could, I was thinking you could put six deer hunters on it easy rifle yeah like it's insane yeah i don't know why it feels like that but it just does it's just the hills hills are long and the hills are like not like a quick hill it's like a it's like a hike up yeah kind of deal um but the country it's like if i could keep if i could have any permission farm yeah i'd keep that one yeah because insane holy crap there's a lot of birds but like it's also just beautiful like the hills are just Mm -hmm. insane it's like it's not very thick timbered it's a ton of pasture, um, some crop fields, and just, like, little pockets of trees. Yeah, they can hide anywhere. Yeah. Plenty of room to strut, plenty of food, and then they've got roost possibilities as well. So just, like, perfect turkey combination with some grazing cattle on there. Yeah. So, like I said, like, this was a 24-hour deal. So we got in there yesterday around noon. And our plan was, okay, midday, let's stick together, and then evening split up. It doesn't make sense to be together for the evening. Right. Um, there's some birds out there. So we we, we uh, get into this piece um, right away, and sure enough, Nate's telling me, hey, like, there's an ag field right, and we get into it, and yep. it's uh, birds just love hanging out in it. Um, but What so, were my words? There's going to be a bird in this field. So I was like, I was like, let's not go very far. 
Yeah. Like, we need to get a call out. I, I was, I didn't either. I was just going to the tree edge. For sure. Yeah. And I was scanning. I was, my mistake was I was scanning the ag field hard, and I it wasn't looking at. Up to the hills yeah, to our left. Yeah, the hills. And sure yeah. enough, I see Tom, like, my first maybe 20 steps onto this piece. Yeah. Tom and a hen. Um, I mean, we had been on that piece for a minute yeah. and a half, maybe. Yeah. Basically, we worked him hard, had him gobbling, probably within 100. Saw him once, he long-necked us and left. Yep. Um, we are like, wow, they're they're hanging out. He was gobbling a little bit. Uh, we moved to the really good ag field, saw hens down there. Yep. Whooped around them because we saw another tom on the far hillside. Sure enough, there was a tom with those hens in that field strutting. He must have just been out of, out of sight maybe, or he just met up with them, but... He's the boss, Tom. I'm going to keep referring to him as the boss, Tom. Yep. Um, but Nate and I see him, and we end up cutting. We cut, like, 300 yards to him. We got within maybe 150. And they just worked away. Um, they they worked into the timber, and uh, that was kind of, that was kind of like the, that whole um, early afternoon stuff that was that actually took like two hour two three hours so nate nate pieced off around three o'clock to yep. go to go try to work a new area and get set for the evening but how many birds had did we see in that time frame i mean we had seen um three, three or four gobblers we had seen three toms yeah and a bunch of and it was funny because like we have not in iowa the birds were quiet yeah wisconsin iowa hunting is amazing like it was just early you know yeah. it's just yeah wisconsin the birds were pretty quiet Mm-hmm. Kansas, the birds have been okay, mostly quiet. But like, I knew when we came up here, the birds just like to talk. Yeah, I was like, as soon as you hit the, fr- I mean, as soon as you hit the call, and it was like, what time? Two p.m. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know one's gonna hammer. And literally, your first call. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just yeah. like, there's just something. There's just something about it. Like, Nebraska just has has great turkey hunting. Yeah. Period in the story. They've done good stuff with the, with the tags, and I think that, that yeah. that's going to continue to show up. But um, yeah, so Nate pieced off, and essentially, like I don't want to make this long winded, but I was I had close encounters with this boss Tom. Um, I knew he was the same one uh, this whole time. He was the only bird we saw with hens, right? Yeah, only one with hens. Yeah. Um, and after you left, I don't. I only saw one other Tom besides him after you left. I, I might have heard others, but. My one other close call with him was um, he was talking to me again, and I saw him on top of his hillside. Uh, he crested over, and I saw his hen, so I knew that's him again. He's talking to me again. Um, he didn't care about any of, my, any of my calling, but he was gobbling. And they were, like, heading down to that cornfield fast. That's just where they wanted to be the whole day. Mm-hmm. They were just um, – there were new soybeans in there, and they were just scratching up. I'm sure the, the farmer loves that we're hunting. Because, like, he, they're probably messing up all sorts of uh, mm-hmm. plant planting. Because all those soybeans are just, what, th- two inches tall? Yeah, three tops, inches. They're just, yeah. they're just nipping them. Yeah. And so I get down. To, I hustle down to that cornfield, get to the corner where I think they're going to pop up. I just set up the camera, and bam, hens are out, hitting the field hard, like 50 yards. And I, I just know that he's going to be right behind him. And sure enough, there he is popping up, strutting. I can hear him drumming. And... Uh, the closest he ever got was 63 yards. And even maybe last year me would have taken that shot. But I just feel like I've – I just didn't want to risk it. Mm-hmm. I just – I knew the property. I, I could have other opportunities. 
Right. 63 yards, a lot of people would take it. Now with the TSS Pressure. stuff, it's it's possible. I, I, that, like, you could kill a bird at that distance. Yep. But, like, I'm not shooting TSS. I'm shooting just Remington Nitros are good. I'm yep. shooting three and a half inch. I, I really don't like shooting past 55. Like, he yep. comes 10 more yards than I'm shooting him. Yep. He didn't. He skirted. I got some good footage of him. Um, he and his hens kind of went up in the timber. And then from there on, I, I kept kind of seeing him. I'd, I'd move away from the ag field and eventually come back because birds just wanted to be in it. Um, saw, I ended up seeing 13 jakes. I knew they were all separate groups. They are all at different ends of the property. Saw four of them working completely different way. Saw two working down this, this cut to me and then saw like two minutes later, saw five with five, five jakes with this Tom, these Tom's hens, but I didn't see the Tom. So I was just waiting. Sure enough, he shows up, um, not three minutes later and, uh, the jakes try to run him off, but, um, the jakes end up just kind of leaving him alone. And, and that Tom sticks with those hens. And at this point it's kind of getting, it's getting later. It's maybe seven o'clock sunsets, eight forty-five, and I soft, I soft bump them because I'm moving up, like very, very, very soft spook them, and they basically just like walk over the the corn edge. So I'm able to get up to where I need to go to. I basically needed to go up to be able to get lower, um, and and get around. So I'm just glassing that field hard because I know wherever those hens go, that that Tom's gonna go because he's been with them all day, and anytime he gets split up, he's right back with them as soon as he can. So I see two two of his hens start dipping down into that ag field low again, and I basically hustle across the creek. It's actually a pretty deep creek. Uh, Is it? Yeah. And then I it was just a perfect situation. I was able to work that creek, and that the ag field basically comes right up to the edge of that that mm-hmm. creek. And I mean, sometimes it's as simple as that. I, I uh, work down far enough I could I every once in a while I'd pop my head up uh, over that edge glass see the hens and then I just worked exactly where I needed to be where that where that tom was going to work right to the edge and there were already um turkeys and trees behind me I could hear them flying around up there and talking that's early like 7 30 they were up there and a whole hour before that's sunset. insane mm-hmm. hmm. so but sure enough those hens and the toms are just working right to me i had i had two hens at like 10 yards and i was so worried that they were gonna um spook on me but that tom kept working and shot him at 35 yards and that was the boss tom that i had so many encounters with the footage should be like the episode should be cool because uh, i saw him with nay yes i i had him at 63 yards and didn't take the shot and I just basically saw him all day and big old hooks on him just a classic I'm, he's got to be a three-year-old bird kind of controlling the area you'd imagine that he's he's just he's in charge yeah definitely so, i mean when you've got that posse of hens midway through may you're pretty comfortable yeah nay i'll let you that sucker had some spurs though your best yeah. bird burr ever yeah i think he's i mean they're sharp as heck like yeah. they've got to be an inch and a quarter at least and that's the same that's the same property where Matt killed that bird with mm-hmm. probably I mean, over inch and a half. Yeah. His yeah, his were a little longer. Those were yeah. Pretty nuts. Um but dang. Yeah, so I uh when I left Tom, I was like, okay, there's a couple properties that I can drive by and see. And uh it's one landowner that has two different chunks. 
they're both like a few hundred acres each. One of them I could work pretty quick and then uh, cast some calls into it, and then the other one is more of a walk. So I go to the one where I can get around faster and uh, go in there, hit a couple of ridges, just, just call and just try to strike something up. Nothing. Nothing. So I back out of there after like an hour. I just gave it some time because I'm like, it was a property yeah. where Eric Barber killed yeah. last spring. They're either there or they're not. And you, I mean, you had, you hunted that a decent bit mm -hmm. last year and there were Jake's and, and some Tom's in there as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I backed out of there and then I went to his other piece, which we have hunted for a long time. And like, kind of like I mentioned earlier that, that permission where we started first hunting is butts up to this piece. So I, I mean, I know that area like the back of my hand. And so I get up to this, this ridge, basically super hilly country. And there's this one open ridge that kind of drops, drops off into timber and then like deep valleys. So like usually when you, if you take that, that middle spine ridge, you can like get things that gobble down below you um, and kind of work them around. So that was my plan. Super quiet until about 6.30. And then um, I was calling and then had a, had a uh, turkey answer me. And I believed it to be a Jake. It's kind of like, kind of like a choppier gobble. Didn't like finish hard like a, like a Tom does and uh, just kind of petered out. And sure enough, I worked those, those birds for like 30 minutes. I just wanted to find them and they're gobbling like crazy. I mean, finally I worked around this bend and saw them out there and they were like, they were like mid, mid May, mid May Jake's like five inch beards at least still like, like sticking out instead of like dropping like a, like a mm -hmm. nine inch beard does. But um, like I wouldn't have been surprised if those suckers had full fans. Like they were, they were, they were old on the Jake side. Um, so, but I let I let those suckers go. I could have shot one of them for sure. He was within forty. Um, let them walk off, and then those Jakes were gobbling time. They kind of got some other birds gobbling. So I heard at least one or two further to the east, and then I heard on way off to the west that I actually was watching gobble at me from like nine hundred yards. Just like on top of a ridge, we were just talking back and forth. Just, I would see his neck extend and then here. So like, it was just like, he was so far off, but it was crazy that we could hear him and just, it was a beautiful evening. I mean, just like super still. I mean, this weather was, yeah. Like amazing. usually it's gusting up here, Yeah, but it was, it was just ideal. So, um, that bird's talking for a while. I'm still up on that ridge, just kind of set up. And uh, then one fires off below me in the valley to my east. I'm like, okay. It's getting late enough. It's probably around 7. He's probably considering walking to his roost or something like that. Um, so I just kind of am paralleling him. You can, you can imagine him below me in the valley and then me up on top of the ridge just kind of walking in the same direction. He's down there gobbling at me every once in a while. Not every call, but every once in a while. So finally I work around to where like, I think I'm going to see him soon down in that valley. And I catch him at like a hundred yards and he catches me and we have just a stare off. I've never seen a bird just stay so still for so long with his neck cranked, like mm -hmm. just wondering. So I finally dropped to a knee and, um, just watch him for like 10 minutes at least in the same spot. And then a few minutes goes by after that. And then he starts to like move a little bit and he just barely goes over that hill. Super slow walk. How, so, so you said 100 yards. Yeah. Okay, so you're getting there quick. Yep. 
So I just grabbed the GoPro, attached to the shotgun. I'm just like, this is a now or never. So I just uh, drop my pack and just kind of fast walk over to that area, go over that little lip. And it's like a bunch of small, like short brush. So I'm like, as soon as you get over that lip, I'm like, okay, he's either going to be 80 to 100 or he's going to be like right here. And so I'm just like kind of looking in there, figuring out if I'm going to get lower in the valley because I'm like, he's got to be close. And then all of a sudden I just see something under my right eye and just hear some putting. Put, put. And he's walking 10 yards, just walking. He knows I'm there. Like he totally has seen me. I mean, I slung my gun up and everything and he let me like, he, there's some brush. I swung my gun up and there's some brush and he just like took a few more steps out. Boom. And just let him have it at like within 15 for sure. Wow crazy close. I couldn't believe like usually when you bump them that close like they just take off flying yeah just they're just up and gone and I uh, just dropped him in his tracks um he was so close like usually the go like GoPro footage is like 50 50 with how wide angle it is but I'm like you can see him like playing his day because he's so mm. he's so close um so that was awesome man I texted Tom the pick and then he called me a few minutes later and he's like boss Tom down I was like what I thought you were calling because I I killed a bird so we both doubled up probably within minutes of each other um, on different properties. And so I uh, just soaked that up a little bit. Beautiful evening with the sun setting and stuff. And um, there were still birds gobbling around. So I was like, this could definitely be a good area um, to be back in the morning because there's just a lot of toms in the area. A lot of roosting areas. Um, and so I backed out of there. We went went over and took some pics of Tom's bird and some pics together, doubled up. and. Um, mm-hmm just enjoy the night yeah no you can't beat it you know both having successful hunts that um, was a big bird too he had yeah. a big fan nice at least inch spurs yeah good beards and all birds that went down yeah um so we were drinking the spotted cow and debating what we should do for the morning after we got the birds all cleaned up and there's two options. There's either... So we didn't have one roosted. No. You know? But we, we figured, like, just the evening we had, there's going to be birds around. Yep. Um, growing up and hunting this area so much, they just... We just know they talk good on the lamb. So... Yep. Um, we were like, okay, there's two options. We wake up at 4 o'clock, get in, like, just to rough And we're having this conversation at 11. Yeah, like, it's like you're already 20. looking at the you're already looking that, and you're like four four and a half hours. Of Late sleep. May is like so tough to hunt because so tough. Like, like legal shootings at like five thirty, a.m. a.m. and you're like not getting. And you could bed. hunt. You could hunt the evening until nine fifteen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thirty minutes after. So yeah, I mean you're you're doing the three four hour stint at night. <laughs> And um, we, just, we've been doing it quite a bit this spring. I'd say. It'll make you go crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> it makes you miss, miss like, the, the rut. Like, you're waking up at, like, 8 and going to bed at, like, 5. Yeah. Um, but, like, we had, we had a very in-depth conversation last night because we were, like, we don't have anything pegged. Should we just wake up at 6 and just get in there when, like, in the morning, just like, the sun's talking. up? Yeah. Or do we just get in there and just hope that we can find something to get close to? Yeah. Which paid off majorly. Yeah, we just haven't had that many like off the roost hunts go well. Yep, you know. But anyway, um, parked the truck this morning. We we elude. We, we chose the yeah, four a.m. four a.m. route. Yeah. We're like we're not. We're just I told Tom I was like it's it's May fifteenth. We've only got a few weeks of turkey season left. We're gonna wake our ass up and enjoy the morning. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. So 
park the truck, walk in, get to this ridge top that we know we're starting to get in the chips. Bird, birds gobbling down, um, probably on the property line we have permission on or the neighbors. Yep. Continue on. Nate rips an owl and one gobbles in the ridge top. We were hoping on the hillside that um, we've hunted quite a bit before. Um, get even closer and then kind of peg his location. And we had a great spot to set up. Mm-hmm. We debated cl- getting closer, but you just didn't quite have. We it, lost the cover. It's always like when you can get closer on the roost in a safe manner, always do it. Yep. But in this case, um, we just didn't have the cover. And that's always a tough man. You just don't know what they can see up it there. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, and that can screw you over yeah. so bad. I've and gotten more. Roost. I've gotten a lot safer with my roost setups. Yeah. yeah. We've definitely spooked birds off of it. Yeah. Um, off of roost before. Right. Just getting too close. But so we ended up backing up a tad. Um, and just got set up in a really good spot. And that bird was, the bird was talking good. And I was hitting him. He had a hen with him. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you never know how much to talk to him. Like, yep. May May 16th, um, they've heard calls most likely. So I was keeping it light until that hen started um, getting yep, fi- yep, more yep, fired yep, up. Yep, uh, yep. I was hitting her hard back. Um, Yep, 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 but yep. then she, she gives like a one cluck, and then Nate, you said that you saw something fly down. Yep. So I was like, all right. I don't know. I don't know if that was her or him, but I yeah. definitely saw one pitch. It's it's either now pitch down on the ridge top. I was like, that's, mm. I guess that's another uh, another discussion we had. When they're on a hillside, it just sometimes they'll pitch down to the valley bottom, and sometimes they'll stay up high. And we chose up high. We've seen them do it more and more for some reason. Like your mind tells you to go down low. Because it just like it seems with gravity that a they big would tom would just and sail soar. down. Yeah, but they just like being yep. up high. They just like to be up high. They they like the high ground. Yeah. So we we lose to, to go on the high ground. But yeah, you see one pitch down. I I tell you, hey, this dude might long neck us. Like, mm-hmm. just be super careful. Yep. And it took. He was quiet. He hit. Well, he hit one. He hit one gobble. You called, and I I could tell that that second gobble was yep. closer already. I knew that we were going to get a look at him. Yeah. For sure. So, sure enough, he pops out. I tell him they I see him. He's at 90. Which, greatest words on the freaking face of the earth yeah. is your hunting buddy. Say that you see him. Yeah. Same with dad on the 80. There he is. Like, just that crap. Mmm. Yeah. I love that crap. Yeah. Continue. So, he's hanging out. He pops out at 90. Just, I, I was um, getting a good look at him. He was he went full strut and I could tell he was Tom, but his fan was all was messed up. Yeah. He's, he lost a couple feathers. He had to have been shot at before. Um, but yeah, just beautiful Tom, just spinning at ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk to him a little bit, he'd gobble, and then then like what's never happened before, he just starts working the ridge top to us. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have decoys out or anything. Nothing. We've just been burnt so bad by decoys so many times that yeah. we just don't take them, and I think sometimes it hurts us. I think sometimes they just want it's that mixed, hen. yeah. But it, it, the, having a decoy hurts us a lot more than not. Yep. So no decoy. And this dude is just walking to us. I, I ranged everything before, so I know my 50-yard mark, 51. And I was like, that's my 
Like that, you, you, I want you, him close to that. You marked him off. You're like, he's a 70, yeah. and then you gave that he's 60, and then you're like, he's 50. I kept I'm like doing it in my mind. Shoot yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. So he just walking, strutting. I mean, Nate got amazing footage of him. Yep. Um, and he he would have kept coming probably. Yep. But there's just a certain time when that Tom gets in the mode, and I know I got Nate filming over. Which me. it's an interesting discussion to have, real quick, because yeah. like, same with Dad's bird. It's like you could, I mean, you could just let him keep coming. But, like, you just never know when he's going to catch something off yeah. and just be out of there so fast. Or, like, uh, eagle or hawk flies by yeah. and he ducks in the timber. Like, yeah. like, there's just so many things that we've had get burned when mm-hmm. when you have the opportunity. When, that when, his, when his big toe gets in range, I'm like, kill him. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, I could have shot him much sooner too oh yeah I just, I just let him keep I let him keep walking to he was know, what he was with he was at least 10 yards within within kill kill yeah range. at least yeah, yeah. he was in, inside my 50 yard mark so yeah. at least that I would I would say the shot was about 40 yards yeah um and I just told you I was gonna shoot him and he gave a little long neck and bam killed him killed him couldn't believe it uh 615 AM. That's an early board bird. Yeah. Real early bird. What what was your your really early one? Dude, that was like Was that in the fives? Yes. Was I, five. I was on top of that hill. Like um that one top mm-hmm. big hill where dad spooked um Oh yeah, what time? Like like six oh five. Mm. I remember looking down at my garment. Mm. Like holy cow. Right, so we didn't <laughs> we didn't beat that. But that that that's I mean that's an early bird. Yeah. That's really very early. One. Yeah. So I mean it just sometimes you just gotta have a right bird. We kept talking like every season is exciting because you know you're gonna have just one of those encounters that yeah. they come in hot goblin. They they're in full strut, um, and that was bird number four. But first one that came in like strutting, doing its thing. You know, um, bird number one and two were just walking. Number three. Um, he had been strutting all day, but he was just walking as well. And but I don't know, just an insane. That's the best turkey hunt I've had in in a lot of years. Yeah, you know, that's just how you want it to go. Um, hunted Nebraska for twelve hours and tagged out. Yep. And gosh, May sixteenth, May fifteenth, and sixteenth. That's what's so great just about covered it. Covered up in like, birds. It's late, and yep. you're just we were able to find birds and like. It just feels good to shoot a bird late. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For, for whatever reason, it just feels good. Like, they've, they've bred. They've, it just. It just makes you done. realize that, like, some people, like, as far as management stuff goes, they complain about possibly having their season dates pushed back because the hunting's not going to be as good. I'm like, man, you could push back seasons at least another week or two in Nebraska. May, be totally May could be better than fun. April in, in so many oh, places. Oh, I think. Yeah. I, dude, I take the first two weeks of May over the last two weeks of April, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like you just have a like if they're on in April they're on, but if they're not they're just so hend up. Yeah, and sometimes they just don't want to talk yet. But yeah, pretty sweet man. Yeah, just that morning we needed, um, just like super bluebird morning, moon was coming up, and just everything was dude. When I got in that setup, mm. I just knew it just felt good. Like yeah. I was comfortable, like. The, the ridge tops are so hard, but we had this chunk of, like, small timber that, like, kind of worked up to the top of it. 
yeah. that we were able just to set up in. Um, I'm sure we'll do that again sometime. Yeah, and we were like counting the amount of birds that we've killed on that ridge top, and we were at like mm -hmm. five or six over the years. Just like it's just the area they like to be. There's a lot of birds that you can you can call for forever. Everything can hear you. Yeah, it's really after hunting so many spots this season, it feels really good to go back to that home territory and just sweep up. Yeah, really nice. You know, big time. Yeah, big time. Well, we have a lot of other hunts to cover, but Nebraska, man, I, we're gonna remember this 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 18 hours, um, and, and look back on. I mean, we we did really well in Nebraska last year. Nebraska, I mean, our last year we killed like 14 birds in Nebraska between us yeah. and all our new hunters and guests. You yeah. know, it's always done well. Um, we hunted those areas again, and like the populations just look look amazing. Yeah. Um, that's just part of it. Like, like, like I said, like just look, like taking a look at how the how the population's doing and and seeing where you should be taking birds, where you shouldn't. Um, mm -hmm. But you should get into Kansas hunt. I should what? You should get into the Kansas hunt. With that? Yeah, you haven't covered that, right? I guess not. Do we want to? We're at thirty six. You want to? You want to add add that in Wisconsin on here? Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> I don't think we've covered Kansas. Pivot, I don't think we have either. So, Pivot, um, late April, Dad has, has the, the Kansas City tag. Um, and I think it was, I want to say the 28th, maybe. Had we gone out just once before? Yeah, we just had gone out once, and the birds were on the neighbors. Um, they still were talking good. Up. They were yep. talking good, just, yeah. We had had, I mean, pretty good trail camera movement on the 80. This, this April with birds and so we knew like we just needed to catch one on our ground like if you can go and goblin on the 80 in the morning like there's only so many places they'd like to go and usually you can call them in shocking mm -hmm. range so um, dad and I we went out and the evening before so I think we hunted I think we hunted Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning so Tuesday evening we went out Went up to our beans, and there's there's a bird goblin um, to the east. So we went through the 80, and we're able to glass it up. Big old rope dragger in the neighbor's field. Talked to him for a while. It looked like he was coming in, but it was just too late. He was just was heading to roost. Couldn't change his mind. Mm. So we got out of there because I, I do not want to be in our 80 timber when it's getting late because that's where the birds are going to be roosting. Um, so basically pulled out to our, our that east side. Um, West side. Um, the west side, yep. Pulled out to the west side and uh, just kind of wanted to hear, see if we could hear any gobble. And uh, there was one, there's one goblin. There's a hen that came into our, our, our cornfield, but there's one goblin on the, the 80 further south. So we were like, great. Gave him until it was like getting pretty, um, pretty dark. And we were like, he's, I'm 90% sure he's on the 80, but let's work around to the shed to kind of get a better angle at him. And sure enough, like I got to the shed, ripped an owl hoot, and he's just right there. He's a few hundred yards from the shed, just like going to be perfect. I'm like, all right, well, I, I could put a pin on where that, where that joker's at. So I, I think we could get pretty tight to him. So set the alarms real early because I'm like, I want to get, I want to be able to have the cover of darkness to get where we want. Um, so me and dad, we wake up, have a cup of joe quick, and then um, get in there. It's so nice having that having that shed. Or oh, like yeah. Being able to sleep where you hunt. Yeah. Um, and just have like a few-minute walk out. Yeah. So we, uh, 
we walk out there and basically we take our clover plot where Tom shot half rack, um, the shed plot. We, we take that down there and it's like, man, he's not going to be far from it and he's going to get here eventually. And like I was talking about, like I've gotten more conservative with my roost setups because I don't want to bust them off the roost for one. I just want them to be able to be comfortable in their roost. I don't want to bust them off there. Um, but two, I just like, it's just dangerous getting, getting that tight. So, and I'm like this dude, I, I feel confident we could call this guy in. So we ended up sitting in that clover plot from the shed. Um, and it's just like a big L that we've, Anthony's killed the bird there before. It just, mm-hmm. it's just turkeys good, like it. Turkeys Definitely. like it a lot. But I'm like setting up there as like we were tucked into a cedar. Our hide was money, dude. But I just wasn't sure. Like we were, we were in his zone. We were we were on the edge of his zone. Mm-hmm. So, but he's talking great on the roost. I can tell he's gobbling at me. Hundred percent. So, um, he's talking, and there's a hen there as well. So I'm like, okay, that's that's something to contend with. But he's talking at all my calls. Um, and finally, I can tell, I, I could see him actually fly from one tree to the next in our direction. So I'm like, okay, he's trying to, he's, he's getting in a different position so that he can pitch down towards us for sure. So another few minutes goes by and I see him fly down in our direction, but I can't see where he pitched down because he's, he's lower than us, but I'm like, You're okay. just talking to him a little bit. Yep. Just, just a handful of calls. And, but I'm like, okay, that's good. He's, uh, we're going to see him. We're going to see him for sure. So he, he doesn't talk to us for a while, and I don't talk to him. And then probably, I mean, five minutes has gone by, three to five minutes, and Dad gives me the, there he is. And he just comes out at 60 at the end of the clover plot um, to our north, and just just, just full strut, just redhead, full strut. Um, and we have a hen out, hen decoy out. And, man, he stayed at 60 for arranges his tail fan when he was strutting 59 and he was there for there's a bird right there he was there for gosh not as long as you think no not as long as you think but i mean five minutes yeah that, him that video and, clips like seven minutes yeah so. when he's strutting there at six yards over five minutes it feels like a, a long ass time so yeah um he's just at 60 i'm like let's just just gotta let him let, let him get closer so Finally, I start to see something come um, behind him out of the brush, and it's a hen. And that hen just is working straight towards us. So I'm like, okay, he's done. That's exactly what happened. He uh, finally started dropping strut and just started working in right to us. And it was the same deal where he's like 50, I'm telling Dad, 40. I'm like, that tree's 35. He's like right at that tree. I'm like, he is killing whenever you want. And Dad, uh, he was shooting my 870 with some Remington ammo and the Vortex Spark Solar and just dropped him in his tracks. Um, another incredible off the roost hunt, which was, um, it's definitely more expected down there on the 80. We've had some really good off the roost hunts. Yeah. But man, just being able to film them, that, this episode is live on, uh, on the YouTube, um, on our channel. So you should go check, check that one out. But just, I mean, just, uh, picture-perfect Kansas hunt um, exactly how you draw it up dad was super super pumped he hadn't killed a bird since 2019 when we bought the farm so <clears throat> he hadn't killed a Kansas bird Kansas bird yep. yeah well has he yeah he, he's killed yeah he shot one in, in the, the fall castle, yeah too. but um, so yeah he uh, 
he had he had a blast and my uh my wife Michaela and kids were down too so uh my daughter Anna was able to see him and um take some pictures and uh just kind of get the whole experience so it was super fun it was one of those deals too where you're like tagged out right after sunrise and just special when it works out like that super nice morning so you should really quickly talk about your uh, impatient um uh, situation. It wasn't necessarily an impatient situation. It's more of a lack of time situation. So after that hunt, I had some re- I had some uh, land business um, in Kansas, and I was like, okay, I need to go to the 80 and spray some plots quick, um, and then I need to race home because I need to get home for dinner. And so I had like my time was very limited, but I like I need to spray some stuff. I but need to put some urea in the corn. What got you there is like, didn't you? See, uh, you saw a bunch of birds. Yes. So I was not planning on hunting, but it's spring, so I always had my shotgun and some stuff in my truck. And um, so I'm like, okay, I just got to give this a go. Because I had seen three strutters in a field across this from us. May. Um, this had to have been May. Yeah, early May. Yeah, I think. So, um, yeah, I go into the 80, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to – I set my set – my, my watch timer to like 15 minutes because I'm like I'm just gonna do a quick walk about if anything hammers great I'll do something do something fast if not it's just not gonna happen so um I uh I give it some time nothing responds to me and my watch is like 12 13 minutes in I'm like okay well I, I really don't have time I just need to I just need to start working on the food plots and stuff like that so I do a quick look around and then I get up and I'm like okay I need to pee quick and then I'm gonna head. I'm gonna head back to the shed. As I put my fingers on the zipper, <laughs> I look to my left, and there he is strutting at like 70. I'm like, son of where a were you gun! Where were you set up again? <clears throat> I wasn't. I was set up pretty close to where uh, me, you, and Dad were the first time. Gotcha. Just right in that little little yeah. thing of timber. He. He knows something's up, but, like, he doesn't spook that hard. Like, he stays strutting for a little bit, like, drop strut, long necks for a few minutes, and then just works back into the timber. I'm like, dang it. Like, literally 30 more seconds of me being, like, knelt down, and I would have seen him. You think you would have worked in? Oh, yeah. Yep. So then I'm like, okay, well, I have to give him a little more time. He didn't bump hard enough. Like, I know he's in the area. So go back to my watch. I'm like, 10 minutes. Cause I'm like, if he's in the area, he's going to come in. He's, he, he'll be, he'll be to me within 10 minutes. Like he's close enough. It just depends if he wants to come in. So I go to this little, uh, I work towards him a little bit, going to this little flat area where we've killed turkeys before. And it's kind of like this, flat, it's what we call Freddy's quarter. It's this flat area and then dips off into the 80 timber. And, um, same thing. Nothing, nothing's talking. Nothing's talking. And, uh, it's eight minutes, nine minutes. I'm like, okay, well I need, I need to get going. Look around. I stand up. <laughs> I stand up, and as I'm like getting like all the way stood up, I hear a drum, and I'm like, and then he just peels over the top of his lip at eight yards, and it just takes off flying. I'm like, oh man, it makes you just want to throw your gun into the abyss. I just was like <laughs> beside myself. I was like, I'm done. I'm done today. That's terrible. I am done. I am absolutely done. Like, both situations. It's just, like, massive. It just shows you how, like, you can't do quick turkey hunts. You need patience and you need time. 
it wasn't that I was like impatient. It just was like, I have to work. Like if I sit here for another minute, I'm going to be, I'm going to get home way too late, which I ended up getting home way too late anyways. But like, I just like, I, I just didn't have the time. Like if I would have like been like, okay, Nate, I have an hour. I would have been like dead bird. Cause I would have just yeah. stayed put in one of those spots. So, I mean, just major unlucky, like both, both situations, literally 30 seconds of sitting down more and I'm shooting them one of those times. Um, so yeah, that, I haven't killed my Kansas, Kansas bird yet. I would love to kill, kill a Kansas bird, but I think if you get some of those trail cameras juiced back up, they, you catch them. Yeah. So forward. we'll see. We'll see. Trying to, trying to mix a little bit of that in, but if I don't feel Kansas tag, it's not going to be a heartbreaker, but I would like to. So, yeah. Do we want to do a quick Wisconsin recap or do we want to wait on that for another? I think we should probably just do it because it's turkey. Okay. I mean, yeah. It wasn't like it was insane. I mean, it can be a quick recap. Yeah. We hunted first week in May, season C in Wisconsin. This is our third year out there. Me, Tom, and Dad, we all had tags. And we have never killed a Wisconsin bird. There have been shots fired, but we have not bagged a Wisconsin bird. But we're like, this is this is our like this is our longest trip we've had. This is like we're gonna do it. We're getting to the point where we're familiar with the public, so we like we have that on our side. Um, so, I mean, just just to recap. We didn't we didn't we didn't fill any tags, and it sucked. We uh, it was kind of the same deal. We didn't have any birds hammer in the first yeah. two days. We didn't have any midday gobbles. What, what did we have? Days. We had all Thursday to hunt, all Friday to hunt, all Saturday, all Saturday, and Sunday morning, Sunday morning. So yeah. we got through Thursday. Dad had a close encounter, but we had like nothing. Yeah, it seemed like Dad. If one of us was in in Dad's spot, we we probably could have killed a bird. Yeah, he had um, one situation where his gun was across his lap, kind of deal, and and Tom came in. Was that Thursday or Friday? I think that was Friday. Th- it was Friday. That wasn't right away. May, I, don't, I don't remember. Maybe it was Thursday. I mean, Thursday, we covered a crap load of ground yeah, on Thursday good, and Friday. Good, that was supposed to be the good weather day. Yep. And we just could not. We just didn't have birds hammer at all. Just could not get them yep. to talk. We we were jumping around to tons of spots. Yep. Um, our buddy Eric at Vortex, he was, he was giving us waypoints. Mm-hmm. Um, man, my, just gotta my, have my bird talk. encounter the whole trip was gobblers at 100 and 50 yards on private like yeah. that that's as good as it got for me and yeah. i was all over just um, working your butt off yeah so i had i had two two close encounters the entire trip um one was extremely painful um friday morning got in on some birds and um it's kind of the deal where they're they're talking to me every once in a while but they just go quiet and they were on private so I was hunting this public-private boundary, probably 100 yards off the off the private fence, and I I was just sitting up here thinking like this is like this is really close to where they roosted. There will be birds through this area for sure. Just need to be patient enough. Um, and so I was having some hens respond to me and some gobblers gobbling far off into that private ground. And um, so I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna hang out here for a little bit and call every once in a while. So. I'm just in this little little clump of bushes, and um, I hear a hen talking to me. Actually, like on the public for sure, like not not that far away. 
And that's when I hear like a a, a drum, hundred percent a drum, like in my in my wheelhouse, like like within gun range. I just don't know where exactly he is. He's somewhere behind me or to my left, down below me, and I'm facing the opposite direction. So I could do like a slight like look around, like behind me, and I just don't see anything. Moral of the story is he was right behind me at like 10 yards. You needed to just crank your neck a tad bit further. I needed to look around the tree a little bit more, and he would have been just point blank right there. Uh, but I could see it in the 360 footage. I posted it on Instagram. Yeah, you should you should <laughs> go watch that because it's... Yeah, it's sad. Like, you can just see him strutting right behind me. And uh, I just didn't know. He just was completely quiet besides the one drum. You couldn't hear him walking in, didn't gobble, didn't do anything. Um, and then Only he just drummed walked for off. Only drummed for me once. Drummed for me once and walked off. So that was pretty much it on Friday. I was, it was, it was tough. That that one just with the hunting we had, um, it was like it, it, when you have a situation like that, you're like, oh, this that could be it. That could be your your shot. Yep. Um, Wisconsin's tough. Like the hunting's tough. Like we know that um, you need to know it very very well to to stack birds. Like Eric Eric stacks them. Graham. They all they all kill a lot of birds, um, but they just, you have to know the area so well, and just you have to put in more than the three and a half days we did. You have to be hitting them yeah. consistently, <laughs> finding that day that they want to work. You yeah. know, so yeah. yeah, it just like you never had those birds that like after I mean after fly down is pretty tough to get gobbles. Yeah, really tough. I mean, I had one Saturday, my second encounter Saturday morning was the only time where I had a bird hammer that was like wasn't like basically on his roost. And uh he he came in hot. Like him and a bunch of jakes scurred me at like 70 or 80. Um just right out of range. Um and so that was basically that was my Saturday morning and then I, I hunted with Eric um from Vortex. I hunted with him the rest of Saturday. Had one bird goblin, but once we got within 100, 150 yards of him, he just shut up and didn't talk anymore. Um, and then we had a really pretty quiet, slow evening hunt. Um, so it was just tough. S- Sunday morning, Thompson and I split up. I had one goblin on private again. Nothing came in besides a bearded hen with a freaking rope. Um, and I was like, I was full on Jake mode Sunday morning. Um, but still. Where shot Jake, yeah couldn't get it that property you were hunting was pretty pretty full of them yeah it was it was an interesting property really pretty open and compared to other stuff we hunt up there um and we also didn't get any private permission up there which we had gotten in the past so yeah I mean, it was it was just it was just tough like it's it's one of like my favorite hunts of the spring for sure every year but just the birds were tough. We just we just needed the one to work. Eric, when we were there, he killed one. He killed one Saturday morning. Yeah. And he just the thing that he got into there that we never got into was a roosted bird. We never yeah. had one that we pegged was it on Friday. Public. Friday night we were busy. Yes. Um, Thursday night we were all in different spots, but never yeah but nothing roosted. Nothing roosted. Us. And Eric, he had one. He got one pegged. Friday night and he, on a different piece of public was, was losing his mind yep. on the evening so and then Saturday morning that it's, bird it's was just, just like, talking like crazy and he smoked him right out of the yeah. roost I mean you just gotta find like there's really something to be said for like finding a hot bird finding yep. the bird that wants to work 
that's why like we we figured like hitting so many different spots you'd have that shot i mean daily we were hitting twenty thousand steps right in yeah. that ballpark just like working it so hard every single little chunk of public just trying to find that one but it was tough went home empty-handed besides some spotted cow yeah i mean we're just gonna keep doing it probably yep because i mean it's a fun hunt it's a cool area but um we just need to kill one need to kill one for sure up there so we're gonna be uh back up there this fall doing some deer hunting though yep looking forward to that big time that'll be our, our first wisconsin deer hunt and a lot of deer yeah or a lot heard, of deer heard good things so well any other turkey any other turkey wrap up i mean we technically haven't covered oklahoma either but that was that was a quick good hunt um over there it's always fun seeing new country and mm-hmm. it, is, it is red dirt country yeah like an hour from texas so pretty cool but yeah a lot of these hunts are going to be dropping next february march time frame yeah um my mind's really like on deer now yeah because in the next two weeks you're they're going to be they're going to be sprouting up yeah um they're going to have their main, main you're going to see going. some potential yeah you're going to know what bucks are or who um pretty soon so um that's what's really on my mind is getting down to the 80 checking out plots and i don't know there's a lot of stuff coming out on supplemental feeding and should you do it obviously in kansas it's legal year-round for us on private yep um we have always we done moved it. our feeders We've done it not for their the supplement's sake but for just trail camera's sake yep um just get pigs minerals always, minerals always out um deer association just posted a interesting study on like some i think it's some sort of bacteria that forms in feet in like on corn piles mm-hmm. like just like three to five days in um and just isn't good for deer so i i imagine we'll put some sort of feed out but there's just so much to eat on the 80 but like there's no way to get trail camera photos of deer if you don't in yeah. a way um so we're not sure what we're going to do there, but just uh, we'll probably start prepping stands. I mean, we didn't even, like, take some of ours down, which is what we've always done in the past. So um, we'll think about that as well. But, yeah. Honestly, that's probably what we should do. We should, do, we should probably take some of those down for sure. Some that we know for sure we aren't going to hunt. Yep. We need to take transition down. Do we have one in the south? South South corn? South yeah. Beans? Yeah, there is. We definitely need to take transition down. You want to take that corn one down? I, I don't or care about taking that I one down. I feel like that might, you might just keep that one in there. Yeah. Yeah, but pretty soon we're going to be uh, scouting bucks and uh, looking for Tommy in the evening. For sure. Yeah. Big see, time. Uh, see where he added the five inches. The food plots are all in. We've got Egyptian wheat for our barrier. We've got corn and beans flipped this year. So we've got the... Well, we've got we've got corn in the north and beans in the south now, and we have a Milo edge, which is going to be completely different. And switch, yeah, you say switchgrass, switchgrass. I did not say that. Uh, that's that's like I'll be most interested by that about that when we go down there next. Is yep. how does that look? Yep. Um, Trying to create a little different bedding. And our and our buddy Kevin, who does our plots, has a nice little mixture mm-hmm. that should get real thick and nasty. So yeah, we're gonna. 
my biggest thing with that is how do you like get, how do you mix the cedars in there? You want cedars in there. You want a little breakup. You just gotta yeah. let them come up naturally, just, but you just can't burn them off. I think we're killing cedars when we're burning. Yeah, I know. So, one, you either you either mow and spray around certain cedars yep. when you're if you're gonna burn. Yep. Or you don't burn and you. What when would you you'd spray it during? It goes dormant. It's a warm season. Yeah. So you just have to spray it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of the next 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 thing that's coming up on the docket. But hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, we've already got a bunch of turkey content on there. We've got several Nebraska turkey hunts. We have that Kansas one talked about. Um, but we've got next year. We're gonna have Oklahoma. We're gonna have these Nebraska hunts. We'll have Wisconsin. Possibly Wisconsin, a little recap. Possibly Iowa. So, yeah, a bunch of different stuff going down. Um, we dropped new merch designs, uh, new apparel. Go to the website, check it out. Um, open for, for three weeks, so two weeks now, I guess, maybe. Um, some pretty cool designs, I think, changed it up a little bit. Um, so, there's that. We are not making money on the merch guys we are we are breaking even so you really should buy as much as possible um yeah like we're not we're not gonna upcharge you no we're 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 getting shipping we're covering shipping covering shipping yeah we just want people in in some sweet id gear that's all yeah um they're i think they're cool designs for for hunters so yeah well we'll wrap it up guys Good luck the rest of the turkey season. If you've got, if you've got a little bit, uh, a little more more time in your season. Some seasons are just kind of kicking off with May May first openers. But gosh, turkeys are still hammering. If 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 you want to kill a bird, you think it's getting too late. It's not. You can kill them. Mm-hmm. You can kill them for. You can kill them good for the next few weeks, no doubt. Um, I know our brother Anthony. He still wants to shoot one. Um, so yeah, I'm I mean, like, hey, yeah, you got to do it. You're still going to give it a go at the, on your Kansas tag. Yep, I'll still try to kill a Kansas bird. So there, there's still time. There's still time. Don't give up on the turkey just yet. They're still strutting, and they're still doing their thing. So um, with that, we'll uh, we'll sign off. All right, peace. Bye.